Hello there and welcome to Always in My Head Podcast. My name is Diana P. And in case you're just joining in, you're wondering what is this podcast all about. This is the podcast that the show that helps you in finding the best version of yourself and it educates the mind. It educates the mind. My name is Diana B. And today, we want to divert our attention. I want to take you on an educational educational journey. I want you and I to know more about our generations and the generation before us. So make sure you listen through. Make sure you listen all the way through. So when I mean generation gap, Today, I want to explain further. I want to call attention to generation gap. I want us to understand what we call generation gap. Generation gap, these are the years each child is born. The years that differentiates each generation. You might have a a great-grandma or a great-grandfather. That is still alive. If you have a good communication with them, just ask them, how did their time go? Their years, is it the same thing as the current generation? They will tell you more about it. The generations before Gen Z, things are not as easy as, as it is now at all. So these generations, they varies. They varies from the other. Since time is changing, human beings have evolved. We have evolved over time and we have become more advanced and developed than the earlier generation. Each generation, they don't agree with each other. This generation, they don't agree with each other. They have conflicts in opinion, conflicts in ideologies, conflicts in traditions and customs. You know, the, the tradition our forefathers behold that they, 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 that they owed dear to their hearts is different from the, our beliefs. It is quite different. And the youth of this generation have also developed. They have developed modern ways of thinking and living. And these changes, they do not conform to the thinking and beliefs and expectations of parents. However, youth, they are full of energy and enthusiasm. They are full of energy and enthusiasm. This Gen Z generation, they want to explore. They want to explore the world. So they develop a judgmental attitude. Although the way they are brought up, the way younger generations are brought up, it's quite different. And they are taught, while growing up, they are, they are, they are taught to believe in some, in some certain things. They are taught to... to 
to follow some some certain footsteps and they refused up to now they are still refusing because they are ready they are ready to accept anything on the daily basis of apps rationale and logic behind it so let me not um, confuse your brain any further i'll just give a quick explanation on each generation so for now for today i only um draft out four generations so i won't take much of our time today i don't want to bore you guys with a lot of story and stuff like that so the four generations i have here with me is generation x these are generation born in 1965 to 1979 baby boomers those are generation born in 1946 and to 1964 and we have millennials those are the ones born in 1980 to 1994 the current generation that we have those are the babies of our generation the babies of generations rather so the Gen Z, those are the children born in 1995 till date. Although there is a current um, name for children born from 2018 till date. I think 2015 rather till date. But let's just um, classify them under Gen Z. So baby boomers are specifically called the shockwave. When you want to describe baby boomers, they are called shockwave. So the baby boomers are the generation, the first children, the first generation, the greatest generation children of silent generation. So the baby boomers, they are economically influenced generation. They are econ economically influenced they are good with anything. Farming, name it. Hunters, name it. So those are the generations that we are not advanced with technology. They don't know anything about electronics. They don't know anything about internet or all the stuff. So they make do of what they have. They make do of what they have. Those are the olden days generation. Your great, great grandfather. Let's talk about gener Generation X. Generation X uh, were the first generation to grow up with personal, with personal computer to some extent. And this word Generation X comes from, from the novel by Douglas Coupland. The book titled um, Tales for an Accelerated Culture published in 1991 you can google it so generation x are the most relevant generation of modern times in relation to technology and serve almost as a bridge between older populations to the younger ones so in in um, generation x um, um, period they have this um computer wall computer mini macro and um you know stages of computer but those during their time they only have typewriter they only have typewriter they are they are not yet advanced in but during that time they have typewriter they can be able to write letter and send it to their loved ones that is far 
to their loved ones that is far off, far away. So and this letter they will send, it takes time. So during their time, they don't have anything like, uh, like gas. They don't have anything like car. So they do everything. If you want to express your love, they do everything in third party. When you send message, the um, delivery guy has to send it to the recipients. So it's it's a lot to process. Those are the millennials. The millennials, um, the Gen Z are also called the latchkey. They are called latchkey generation. So let's move on to millennials. Millennials, as mentioned, they are alongside of Gen X. They are also closer to Gen X. Millennials are uh, mostly misunderstood and often mislabeled. So they, they, they don't, people don't understand them. They don't understand who they are, how they are, how they do their things. So it's different. In the period of millennials, that's when the involvement of um, what's it called? Electrical um, stove, electrical, yes, ele electrical stove and coal pots during their time. As when people start uh, advancing. You see, have, then we had a um, Nokia phone, touch light phone, you know. Then we have uh, all those big brain box um, computer. You can still do a short um sending of message but the internet then was poor the internet then was poor so let's the, the gen z generation they are the craziest the most amazing the, the smartest generation so far and during their time a lot a lot happened the worst climate uh, was the um, climate change you know Gen Z is, 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 is this this group is a group of younger people, interesting younger people. Because at a at an early age they've been exposed to social media, while while growing up, you know most parents now if they don't want a child to disturb them, if they don't want to caution a child, they'll just buy uh, what's called an iPad, starting from the age of two, buy an ad and uh, buy an iPad for them, then. Download what's it called? Download um, cartoons and YouTube videos where they can learn from it. But these generations, they were the first population to cope with um, cyberbullying and other related internet issues. They are smart, yes, and they are lazy when it comes to reading. So most of the time, if you want to catch them, they are always on their phone 24 hours. They are always on their phone 24 hours. They are lazy when it comes to reading, but they are smart. This generation I'm talking about, Gen Z, during this Gen Z, when Gen Z generation started, they are the first generation to face violence. They are the first generation to face climate changes, climate crisis. I, 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 when I do comparison between 
Gen Z and the rest of generation, the remaining generation, I found out that Gen Z are undeniably shaped by recession. They are shaped by COVID-19. They grew up in the era of iPhones. When you see a 16-year-old girl now, you'll be seeing iPhone 10, iPhone 11, 18-year-old girl holding iPhone 7 Plus, you know? So they grew up in the in the in the era of iPhones, which was um, debuted in two thousand and seven. Their vocabulary is very sharp. They are very sharp. You know, this generation they are they are tech savvy. Anything internet, they are smart when it comes to it. They are tech savvy. When you want to know. These people, although it is during their time they face, they face a lot of hardship, a lot of recession, you know, blah, blah, all those stuff. But this generation, the coolest thing about them, they gravitate towards music. You can't, you can't see them sit down with, in Christa, with um, listening to a Christian song, no. Psh. Unlike our mother's generation, that they will sit down, they'll be listening to Yenka Yefele, they'll be listening to um, Orlando, or what, they'll be listening to all those, all those, old, all those songs, meaningful songs, Fela Kuti. But you see this generation, their music is upbeat and positive. They listen to songs that are relatable and it has to be lively. It, it, the song eh, they are listening to, it can't be, you, you can't be sleeping on it. Masun Olewu, that's the kind of song they, 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 they listen to. Genre like, um, genre like hip-hop, Afrobeat, and several other genre. And this artist they listen to most of the time is Idawis Kid. Uh, Lil Nas, Khalid, Billy Eilish, Omale, Whiskey, you know, Bonaboy, Thames, the, the rest, Ira Star, a lot of artists. So, Gen Z generation, they are the advanced, grown generation ever. It is during their time we started using gas. It is during their time we have um, 5G um, internet. Their generation is the, the most advanced generation. Because they have grown, they have grown up in more in more diverse settings than the previous generations. And this this Gen Z, they have the highest rate of LGBT. They have the highest rate of mix um mix um race family. They have the highest rate of single parents. So the generations progress to date. Internet technology has evolved. Generations has evolved. Everything has changed. Unlike before when you when you want to receive money, you have to go to the bank, queue, then you collect but now you don't have to stress yourself. You use POS. You can do transaction on your phone. You can do a lot on your phone. 
so the generations the generation each generation has the ways and their beliefs their settings is different the experience is different the regime is different and the technology then the ways of life is different from now unlike in those days when you go to church you'll be fighting spiritual power but you see church of nowadays they don't have time for they just go to church dance and worship and praise god and pray thank you that is all because they don't believe in all those things all they are after is making themselves rich being in a, a better position positive mindset so that is what i want to educate you guys on the generations gap the generation gap and how it has evolved with technology and how things changed from our forefathers' generation till date. So that is all for today. I hope you guys learned one or two. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I the program for today. I just want to divert our attention to the serious, serious, serious kind of you know emotional down kind of thing. I just want us to learn one or two, divert our our mindset to to educate ourselves along the line as well. So, thanks for listening to Always My Head podcast. Before we go, please, I'm begging you all, show me some love. Show me some love. Show your favorite podcast some love. By leaving us a review. If you want to know, if, if you don't know how to leave a review or rate, just once you get to my podcast um, show, just scroll up. Before you click on any other, uh, on any episode, just click, scroll down. Once you scroll down, you will see a star and you will see um, an option where you can write your review. Before you write your review, just click on the five star. You, you are rating it like that. Once you click on the five star, it will say thank you for rating. And there's a section there that you can write your review. We need this review. It means a lot. I know you guys are trying for, for being supportive and all, but thank you. I really appreciate you, appreciate you all. So you can listen on my you can listen to my podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, any other podcast and platform is available there. It is available there. So don't forget to stay tuned for your next episode. I will see you guys next time. Enjoy yourself. Have a lovely weekend. Bye. Hey guys, welcome to another lovely episode. My name is Diana B and welcome to Always in My Head podcast. If you're looking for the podcast that can improve your self-growth and that can heal your past trauma, the trauma you've been through in your life, welcome welcome if you want to find the best version of yourself to grow more you are in the right place you're welcome to always in my head podcast today's episode i'll be talking about the signs to know when to leave a toxic relationship i basically wanted to talk about this topic 
you know when you when you when you have a uh, a podcast you have a lot of a lot of topic to discuss when you have so many topics you have to know the right time to drop the right one to drop at the right time So I really want to talk about this. I really want to talk about the signs to know when to leave a toxic relationship. Toxic relationship it is not good for your health. It is not good. It is not good at all. So I really need to speak about it because most people most people love to be in a long-term committed relationship. Some people like to be in a relationship of five years, a relationship of two years, a relationship of three years, a relationship of seven years with no certainty, with no certain future. Why waste your time? I personally, I like a relationship of one and a half years. Even within the, within, within six months, I'll be asking you, what are we doing? And if, if your plan, your explanation tallies with how I see things, I will agree with you. And still give you an extension, another six months extension. I've dated a guy before. And I told him, guy, it's one year already. What are we doing? Is there certain uncertainty that there's a future? Because I am trying to align with your future. But you seem to be preoccupied. You seem to be occupied with, I don't know, whatever it is that you're occupied with. So what, where, where do we go from here? He said I should give him time. He said, okay. I gave him six months. After six months, that is, that is one year, six months. And I find out that it keeps, it kept on making, kept on make, giving me flimsy. I'm like, you know, I can't do this. It's, it's fine if we are uh, it's fine if we go our separate ways than to have um, issues because I don't like living in a relationship with defaults you will, you will know I don't like living in a relationship with defaults so I, I, I step back be the bigger person I will tell you I'm not interested again simple as that so a lot of people love to be in a long term committed relationship which unfortunately which unfortunately for some people like us it is not as simple as as, as 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 it may seem it is not simple it is not easy it is not simple it is not it is not easy the dynamics we have of love relationship has been the most complicated things in life it has been the most complicated things in life what i'm saying is not what I'm saying now it is not to throw shade at anybody no it is not to throw shade at anybody that you're wasting your time no I'm not throwing shade at anybody at all there are certain issues that cannot be worked on when you are in a toxic relationship when you are in a relationship that is not certain and there are flaws in it 
there are certain issues that cannot be repaired basically beyond repair when a relationship is beyond repair that's when you know that it is time for you to leave not every relationship needs to be salvaged you might know when a relation you you would definitely know when you need to salvage salvage some a relationship it depends on the partner it depends on the attitude it depends on the communication but it is not all relationship that can be salvaged Some relationship might look good on paper or social media. Maybe when 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 they marry, and they don't want you guys to know what they go through in their marriage. They don't want you to know. They tend to hide behind. He's a good man. He's a good man. He's a, you are killing yourself. He's a good man. He's a good man. You are killing yourself. You is a good woman. He's a good woman. You are dying inside. Social media has made it difficult. Has made it difficult that some people believe in infatuation. They are infatuated with the fact that relationship is perfect. Relationship is not perfect. It it has never even in our forefathers' days, relationship has never been perfect. Although they have, they have ups and downs, but there is one thing they know that they are very good at. That is communication. And they know things are not going to work out for them. They rather not go further with it than to go further. As when when they marry in those days, if they they marry a first wife, if our fathers, they marry our great grandfather when they marry first wife. And they feel like it has gotten to a stage whereby they are not happy with that situation again. They turn, they 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 turn to marrying second wife. So that is when they have a lot, a lot of wives. It is not their fault though. It is because they notice some certain changes, and it's th- in those days there is nothing like divorce. It's not now that any small mistake, marriage is two 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 people that are happily married, married before you know it, any small mistake, divorce, claim it don't happen. So what our fathers, our great grandfathers, what they do in those days, when you find out that there's flaws and they've talked about it to the woman they married and there's no changes they focus on the next wife they want to marry so instead of the world knowing about their private affairs they face a new incoming wife so then you can never know that there's an issue within the family except if the wives they started fighting so in the age that we are social media has made people to be infatuated with the wrong impression it has given a wrong impression about love even when 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 a, a woman is been beaten to a pulp she will cover it my husband even when a man is emotionally drained 
by the woman is called he called his wife they will keep quiet although these things are meant to, meant to be worked on but if you don't if you don't see changes if you're not certain of the changes you want or the you, the results when you talk about it the results you want you're not getting it i'm not saying divorce is the best option i'm just saying that when communication is not the key in relationship and it's getting to a point where it's getting um it's getting to a stage of abuse verbally physically please seek help that's all that's all so social media is making everyone seeing seeing it as everything is perfect you see some couple they post on i love my husband they make it seem as if they are a perfect couple so people are always mimicking them some people even pray they will say ah god i use their marriage as a point of contact do you know what they are going through before you pray a prayer that would that would, that would destroy your marriage because you are not posting yours does not mean they that they are posting theirs is perfect it does not mean that their own is perfect you get my points so it is hard for such so don't be don't don't get carried away so they they there are few pointers that i'm about to mention these few pointers are reason why such a toxic relationship should not continue such relationship should not continue most especially if there is no progress of a life a lifetime commitment why bother why waste your time when you want to know the first sign of a toxic relationship if you guys don't agree on on most things if you guys don't agree on particular things and you guys are always having issues about it And you guys have talked about it there's no there's no improvements my dear look at the flaws look at the flaws the most common issues that break down a relationship is when you have a constant disagreement it gets worse when especially it leads, leads to violence um outrages constant verbal abuse when you don't seem to compromise of some certain things as two individuals who come together as one it is very certain when you guys do you guys don't compromise on little little things like that it is very certain it is very very certain that there will be conflicts There will be conflicts if you guys don't come to a conclusion. There will be conflicts because if you don't settle it with good communication and understanding, the the problem will not go. It will still be there. It will be pending. So that is a first sign 
the first sign of a toxic relationship. Another reason is when your partner feels that they are doing you a favor by still dating you. I hate that that notation, that word, favor. Yeah, like you're doing me a favor. I don't beg anybody to please me. No. But for you to tell me you're pitying me, you're doing a favor by still dating me, it is wrong for you to tell your partner like that. For a lady to tell a guy, you don't have money, I'm just dating you for dating's sake. I'm doing you a favor because I'm, for me to be stu- to be, to still be in your life, I'm doing you a favor. It is wrong. When you say such things to your partner, it is wrong, totally wrong. And when a guy says, "Uh, I'm just managing you. I have people. I have babes in my hand that are beautiful than you. That they dress more than you. That they are gorgeous more." My dear, it is wrong. That statement can pull someone down. It can pull someone down. When you are in a relationship, it should be of, of benefit to both partners, to both individuals. But in a situation where it feels as if it's, 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 it's one-sided, when it feels as if this person is trying to it is totally wrong I don't like when when someone is taken advantage of I don't really like it I don't really like it I don't like when people feel as if you're doing someone a favor I don't really like it you are the one that approached this lady And as a lady, you accepted him for who he is. So why change your mind along the line? Guy, why you they change mouth? You chose her. You, babe, you chose him. Before your high clay. Meeting can happen for the love one I get for each other now. You know they make sense. It is not making any sense when you feel as if you're doing your part. If you know that it is not convenient for you, leave. Stop telling them that you're doing them a favor. You might be shocked that when you leave that that um, relationship, they will find a better partner than you. Someone who understands them for who they are. Someone who does not judge. So don't feel too important. You are nothing to them. God does things in 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 miraculous way. You might feel. You might put yourself in a high pedestal, and God can bring you down and bring someone that is better than that. So nobody is bigger than anybody. Nobody is bigger than anybody. The third abuse, the third one. The most dangerous one when you know that you're in a relationship and when you when you know that it's time for you to leave is abuse when you are being, being abused 
it is the worst of all abusive relationship the worst thing that can happen in a relationship is if there is an abuse in any form whether it is verbal or whether it is, it is physical it is better to be safe and alive do you know those people that were beaten by their spouse when they died who suffers the most especially when they are married who, suffer, who suffers the most the child the family they suffer the loss but the 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 the, the person that beats the other um, spouse to pop to a stage whereby the ease of life cannot be salvaged leaves scots free with no guilty conscience why do you want now to kill yourself because of someone it does not make sense so there are different types of physical there there are different forms of um, abuse be it verbal abuse which can cause an emotional damage it can cause an emotional emotional damage when your spouse tell you you're not looking pretty why are you dressed like this do some makeup now yeah, you know they see baby say you know they see baby all around you they fine do your hair now you do those things but you can't always follow the crowd you can't you can't always follow the crowd ah why you do like this now why are you shaking the coconut corn? why you you know most little 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 excuse why your nails be like this maybe when you notice as a spouse when you notice those things and you have the money take care of your spouse guy take care of your babe if she define if she's beautiful it is a good image for you if your husband is looking well well fed looking cute it is a good thing for you nobody will nobody will come and say why is your they'll be seeing your handwork they'll be seeing your purpose in in ease or life so verbal abuse can cause insecurities when you abuse someone it can give them insecurities and insecurities is not good it is a no 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 it is a very big no it is a big no physical abuse also is a big no because when you beat one high it close and you want to use the other high they seem burner if one high don't damage who will marry you you've not even entered the stage of a marriage you know, still relationship when I see the I don't the beat on a high commots. You know, even though the future is certain, even though the future is certain, when abuse enter into a relationship, when the future is certain, please don't even don't even go for that, because. There's a guarantee, hundred percent guarantee, that when you when you marry such partner, he would do he or she would do worse than that. 
So nobody should feel the need to abuse their partner physically or emotionally in order for them to feel respected. Abuse should never be found in a loving relationship. At the first sign of abuse, in any form, please run. Run for the eels. Save yourself and put an end to such relationship. See, don't. I keep putting my. I keep giving an example of this. Don't make me feel as if. Don't make me feel as if I'm being tolerated. I hate it. And don't make. Don't don't allow your partner make you feel as if you are being tolerated. It is no good. When your partner make you feel like that, it is not good. It's a sign of abuse. If you don't know it, it is a sign of abuse. So if you overlook such um, acts, such little little things, even if the the future is the future is is certain for you, you are calling for it's it's already a, a recipe for for a recipe of future disaster. It is a recipe of future disaster if you overlook such um, behaviors. Another reason why, if relationship is when when it is time for you to live a, a toxic relationship, is when there is a constant blame. When your husband goes out or your spouse went to work and they come back, they had a bad day. Be like. You put me in a bad mood and I lost contracts. You are the reason for this. You are the reason for that. Get the fuck out of my face. I don't even want to talk to you. It is because of you. It is disastrous. To be honest, truth. Very, very disastrous. When you are in a disastrous relationship and you take constant blame for anything, anything at all, when it is constant blaming and shaming, huh, I don't know what you are doing. I really don't know what you are doing. But run for the ills. Run. Say no to abuse. Whether man or woman, say no to abuse. So there are some men out there that they can't they can't even out a fly. But the women they are dating, the man the 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 the, the uh, uh, woman they marry is bad for them. And there are some ladies that they can't even out a fly, but the man they marry is out headed fire, fire, fire. When you can't cope, don't kill yourself for your family or for your children. Leave. That is when you are married though. But when you are single, it's even better for you. It is better for you. So if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this episode, and at the end of the day, you probably would have recognized that your relationship is not as desired as you want. I just wanted to let you know. I just want to let you know. I cannot decide for you. I'm just making I'm 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 making you see a reason not to fall into such 
disastrous relationship disastrous future nobody can decide for you nobody can decide for you when it comes to time to leave such relationship in all honesty nobody can decide for anybody you can't make decisions for anybody the sole decision the sole responsibility of everything lies on you this decision to leave such toxic relationship solemnly lies on you and if you still want to be in, in such abusive environments good luck for you good luck to you so in this context in all lesson in everything i've said in this context even if you want to build back you're trying to salvage don't blame when situations that is, is beyond your control because the reason why those faults are happening it might be from both of you is from both of you don't blame one partner because you both as you both have a role to play in the relationship so the problem that arises when you don't sit and talk about it is not making any sense so a relationship that is beyond repair is when a partner feels that the other person is always the problem please you love your spouse you love your husband your your women your wife your woman your wife however it is don't sit out any arguments talk about it so that you can easily salvage the problem before it escalates talk about it give yourself a listening here if i'm dating someone i don't go to bed angry no i don't go to bed angry i will let you know guy now it's me happen with this you might look at you might, you might look at it that i talk too much i don't care for my own peace of mind i can't go to bed and be thinking about the worst i can't go to bed and be angry i won't be able to sleep me that i have sleep insomnia before so you want to add to my eye it does not make sense so salvage it before it escalated and if you feel like you can't salvage it and it is beyond you're just with my podcast you're just noticing it you just find out wrong for the years i have nothing more to say to you the decision is on you but i wish you all the best whatever whatever it is that you you decided to do all the best to you so once again my name is diana b and thank you for listening i will see you guys on my next episode bye for now